Welcome back to another semiconductor episode update. Today, we're going to take a closer look at a nice amount of companies, ASML, Qualcomm, Intel, NVIDIA, AMD, uh, and also some Chinese news that are affecting the market right now. If you guys don't know, this is the best place you're going to come find any form of semiconductor news. And also, happy Friday, right? Get ready to enjoy the weekend, guys. But let's take a closer look at what we have in today's episode. Uh, so the first company I want to take a closer look at is ASML, right? This is the huge giant who makes these amazing, amazing lithography machines that are needed for semiconductor manufacturing. We can see in year to date, the stock is up roughly 13.78%. I'm surprised. Um, I, would, I would expect it to be up more in the past five days. The stock is down roughly 7.2%. Uh, so what I want to talk about ASML is we are hearing reports that ASML is expected to ship its first high NA EUV tool this year. This is a machine that's expected to be $300 million plus. And this is also going to be the machine that's going to help semiconductor manufacturing uh, companies build two nanometers and lower, right? That's the real purpose of these. And um, I, I just want to say right now, they're going to be shipping the first pilot machine um i don't think this is going to a specific customer they normally kind of send it to kind of an open space where a lot of these other customers can kind of learn about how to use the machine the infrastructure needed and everything else it's more like a research and development kind of tool um and then later on we're going to see more shipments but right now it's pretty interesting that we're getting into that they do expect more of a full commercial um sometime in late 2024 early 2025 uh so pretty cool news for asml pretty cool news for the overall semiconductor industry because this is going to be the machine that's going to help us get those smaller, smaller chips. Uh, so now the second company I want to take a closer look at is Qualcomm, ticker QCOM. Now, Qualcomm here today is one of the few semiconductor companies down on the yearly basis. And we can see in the past five days, the stock has definitely taken quite a hit. Um, and what's happening with Qualcomm? First, it is based on a Chinese company called Huawei. I'm pretty sure I'm butchering the name. But Huawei is a, a, a phone a, a phone company, right? A phone, uh, and they just recently released this new phone. And that phone is using a 7 nanometer chip. Um, now, some people might be wondering, Hey, Jose, why is that a big deal? Well, seven nanometer chips tend to be in the advanced chip line and because of all the uh, kind of all the export controls that have been happening in China and kind of all this control of technology and advanced chips that they're not being able to get there uh, a lot of people believe it's almost nearly impossible for them to have made um, um, these types of chips and the chips were provided by SMIC which is another kind of Chinese huge manufacturing company uh, so there's a lot of talks here the main reason Qualcomm is impacted right is because Qualcomm is a huge provider of, of chips for the phone industry uh, so if there is kind of an extra competition in the market out there then obviously it's dealing bad for Qualcomm I do want to say we take a closer look at this topic in the semiconductor podcast in my semiconductor podcast channel so make sure to check that out Billy goes on a little bit more about this and what's happening um, and there is a way uh, we've actually heard from ASML I, we talk about it there that there is a way for companies to actually manufacture 
7 nanometer chips using DUV machines instead of EUV machines. The main problem, though, is that yield is normally pretty, pretty low or inefficient to some extent. But it's not impossible for them to have had kind of these 7 nanometers made through DUV machines. Uh, but still, it's creating a lot and a lot of kind of chaos in the semiconductor market, especially in the, the tensions between the United States and the USA. Now, before we go any further, guys, I do want to say thank you for the support. We just hit 27.8 subs. I'm trying to hit 30,000 by the end of the year, so every 100 helps. So if you haven't subscribed, make sure to hit the sub button. If you have subscribed, make sure to hit the thumbs up, and let me know in the comments below what are some of your favorite semiconductor news out right now. If you want a weekly exclusive video, I do have a semiconductor membership program. I do have a master's degree in electrical engineering. I worked at a pretty cool... I worked at some pretty cool excuse me, innovative places before doing this YouTube. And obviously, you guys know I do my research in the semiconductor market. So if you want to learn more, click join. If you want a special offer, check out fool.com slash Jose. For a free newsletter, check out josenaharo.substack.com. And for more semiconductor news, check out semiconductorwatch.com. And finally, finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. All right, so next, I'm gonna take a closer look at your favorite semiconductor company, Intel. The stock right now is pretty much down 0.7% as I am recording. Year to date, the stock is doing really good, right? Up 42% right now. This is a turnaround story happening for Intel right now, and investors seem to be pretty, pretty excited. So for Intel, we do have two new nothing too too crazy first on september 19th to september 20 intel's doing kind of an innovation intel innovation where they showcase a lot of their products they do mention that this year's program is focused on obviously accelerating the ai era so we might hear a little bit more of maybe the upcoming products from intel's ai line they obviously talk about kind of um the overall market opportunities with AI. Um, this one's pretty interesting, hype versus reality. And this is it seems like it's going to be talking about bringing a lot of the AI workloads to the edge opposed to the cloud. Uh, so pretty interesting. If you guys don't want to watch it, I'm obviously going to do kind of, uh, kind of key takeaways from it. So make sure to hit that subscribe button. The second thing on September 6th, Intel did kind of release a pretty cool video. It's about a three-minute video kind of showcasing their solution in advanced packaging. Uh, so for those that are not familiar, advanced packaging is like the back end of chip manufacturing. And this is what helps kind of put the chips together. And right now, as chips getting smaller and kind of this whole, um, the way chips are made now really, really depends on advanced packaging, something that might have not been a priority in the past. Uh, but with a lot of changes, that is kind of changing. Um, and Intel right now is they're kind of really pushing into their manufacturing endeavors. They're also focusing on advanced packaging because that's definitely an industry that they have to focus on. Uh, next, we're going to take a closer look at my favorite semiconductor, NVIDIA. Year-to-date, the stock is up over a whopping 218% as I am recording. A lot of news came out for NVIDIA really focused in India. On September 8th, we see that Reliance and NVIDIA partner to advance AI in India. Uh, so in the major step, 
step to support India's industrial sector, NVIDIA, and Reliance Industries today announced a collaboration to develop India's own foundation, large language models, trained on the nation's diverse language, and tailored for the generative AI application to serve the world's most populous nation. Uh, a few things I hear from here, I pretty much just read cha-ching, 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 cha-ching for NVIDIA, right? I mean, for the amount of, <laughs> I, I'm obviously teasing, but obviously um, the amount of kind of computational power that they're going to need to kind of build these kind of large language models, especially for a nation that has such diverse languages, right? It's not just one language. It's going to be pretty I- intense. Um, and then after that, kind of the inference needed to kind of be able to use a lot of that of these AI applications is also going to be tremendous. So in my opinion, a lot of H100 products being sold and a lot of L40s being sold. Uh, They do mention that the companies will work together to build an AI infrastructure that is over an order of magnitude more powerful than the fastest supercomputer in India today. NVIDIA will provide access to the most advanced GH200, that's the Grace Hopper superchip, and NVIDIA's DGX Cloud. Um, so obviously the Grace Hopper superchip is getting some more traction. I think that's pretty good news. I do believe if we continue to see things like this, these are not things that were in the guidance, in my opinion, of big countries like this, um, kind of building these huge, huge supercomputers. And the demand for the Grace Hopper 200, in my opinion, is going to help NVIDIA beat the guidance that they gave. Um, They do mention that Reliance will create AI applications and services for more than 450 million geo customers and provide energy efficient AI infrastructure to scientists, developers, and startups all across India. Um, So next we have another company here in India, Tata Partners um, with India to build a large scale AI infrastructure. Another kind of huge AI infrastructure win. Um, The companies will work together to build an AI supercomputer powered by the next generation. You guessed it, NVIDIA GH200, the Grace Hopper superchip. Tata Communications and NVIDIA will develop an AI cloud in India aimed at providing critical infrastructure that enables computing's next life cycle. Um, And one thing, I I, I like this. So uh, the chairman, um, there were some comments that they did mention that, hey, look, the advancements in AI have made focus on AI a central priority in governments, industries, and society at large. Um, And that's another industry I feel like, or or another market opportunity, the government cycle that's going to help really fuel the growth for NVIDIA and AI right now. All right, so the final company I want to take a closer look at, I would say this is my second favorite semiconductor company, right? AMD right now sitting at $105. Year to date, the stock is up over 65%. Um, AMD did not have anything too crazy. They did announce on September 5th that AMD powers Hitachi's Astemo next generation forward camera system for enhanced vehicle safety through AI object detention, detection, not detention. They didn't do anything wrong, so they're not going to detention. Um, but uh, for those that are not familiar, AMT does have a lot of FPGAs, a lot of system on chips, uh, a lot of embedded solutions thanks to the Silence acquisition. Uh, so here we can see that uh, AMT's Automotive XA Sync uh, Ultra Scale Plus, which is a multi-processor system on chip, is going to be used by some of these players out here to kind of improve some 
some form of not maybe not full autonomous driving, but a lot of assistant driving solutions like adaptive cruise control, autonomous emergency braking, improving the vision capabilities and helping to increase the safety of next generation vehicles. Uh, so I think this is pretty cool news for the semiconductor lot. I don't think there's a lot of negativity uh, outside of that Huawei, I am again, I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that name, uh, but I'm thinking a little too hard there with the pronunciation. Uh, overall, semiconductor market still looks pretty bullish for me in the long term. This is an industry that's definitely providing the next generation of technology. So I hope you guys enjoyed this chip update. Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.